Current casts on Dublin Digital Radio. All right, hello guys. So uh, today on Current, we have uh, Peter Dooley from Dublin Renters Union. Maybe Peter, you could just talk us through what Dublin Renters Union is and what, what work they do. Uh, yeah, hi Tom. Thanks for uh, having us on. Like, uh, yeah, Dublin Renters Union, we set up probably about uh, eight, nine months ago. Uh, basically, people were coming to us with uh, issues on, um, you know, Legal evictions, legal, you know, rent, you know, legal rent hikes and stuff like that. A lot of stuff was happening around Ratmines area. So a group of people, just you know, volunteers came together and actually decided we were going to go and um, probably help people on the ground with their like the practical issues and try and you know support them, you know, either through cases with the RTB or just uh, in terms of just uh, getting on the ground and helping them um, in terms of you know standing up against landlords and stuff like you know. Mm-hmm. So where is it based, basically, the, the Dublin Renters Union? Is it is there a particular area where you're working, or? Yeah, we we set up we set up in, in the Rat Mines area because Rat Mines is very uh, it's a high density of like a uh, lot of lot of rented accommodation around there as well. A lot of foreign nationals rent there as well, uh, and it's basically like it's it's probably one of the most uh, areas that suffer most probably from the housing crisis in terms of the high rents over the past number of years and the. The amount of evictions are happening. Uh, so again, like a lot of people there, sort of need, mm-hmm. especially renters, need a lot of support in terms of they feel very isolated and mm-hmm. um, you know alienated and stuff, and they're under a lot of pressure. You know, in terms of their like a lot would be in terms of work, they'd be working on like, in terms of low pay, um, mm-hmm. struggling to sort of the pay to pay their rent, like and uh, yeah. just need good support near you. And, and what what exactly does that support consist of? Then are are you like what, what form does it take? Yeah, well, what we do is we we generally uh, we've Kicked off over the last uh, number of months as well at, at, at clinics, like where we set up uh, weekly clinics, like where people can come and um, you know chat about their mental issues. We do sort of weekly stalls as well, where we would have um, you know we leave it like in terms of let people know what we do and just let people know we're, we're there for them and try to like uh, to support them. Uh, and and from that point of view, we can do a lot of advocacy, like uh, yeah. which is which is important. Like it's hard to realise that they aren't. Isolated, like especially yeah. in your. So, your if rent. people if people did have some kind of problem with their landlord, now what would they? What, how would they get in touch with you? Yeah, well, they generally do. We we have a, we have we either various ways. We do it through Facebook. Like we have a very decent Facebook page, and the response mm-hmm. time is quite good off that. Like so, people yeah. will contact us through our Facebook. We yeah. leave mobile numbers on. We're working actually on getting a website set up as well, or and yeah. as we speak as well. Mm-hmm. So we've we've a lot of different avenues like for people to contact us. Like and obviously our presence is very visible on the street as well, so people would know that we're. You know, in the area. So, if even if necessary, people might see see us, or you know, they might just see us in a, at a stall or something, and come over to us and say, like, my friend has yeah. a rental issue. Can you help? Can you come up and have a chat? And we're like, yeah, grand. So we just try and help them. You know. So, what kind of rental issues are you coming up against then in, in uh, that area? Yeah, well, the the critical ones, like at the moment, obviously, like a lot, lot lots happening. Sort of the illegal evictions uh, would be probably one of the you know largest announced. Like, and it sort of goes sort of unnoticed by the mainstream media, and it's it's happening. It, you know a hell of a lot like um mm. where landlords are just coming in trying to throw people out in the street at, at a whim and mm. uh just to pump up the rents like because um and they, they tend to in, in particular like they tend to attack uh you know uh target like uh foreign nationals like who are uh, why do you, know, you reckon that is that they're targeting I think, I think, yeah i think i think in particular what they target them i think it's just you don't think like a lot would be very vulnerable like in, in terms of knowing what their rights are and uh being sort of educated and informed of what 
their their rights are and like I think they're easier to sort of uh, a lot of landlords find them easier to sort of push around which is you know disgraceful when you think about it like you know mm-hmm. it's just um, it's just like it's just especially with the market the way it is as well and they target like as well with, with people on social welfare as well like it's 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 mm-hmm. sort of you know people that are really you know struggling to get by they 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 just um, they target them and they're making sort of uh, hay out of the the, the the housing crisis at the moment like you know yeah and so would you say that then the landlords would be kind of looking for to move migrants into these places they'd be actually kind of actively avoiding irish uh native irish people yeah i think th- i think i think some specifically would uh that's the experience we have uh, they're aware that these people aren't yeah exactly aware like, of their rights. yeah, yeah. It's it, it, it's it's definitely uh, that that's it, and what they, they tend to do is like, in that mind, for instance, recently there was a there was a case where um, there was twenty five uh, Brazilians actually living in a three bed house, like yeah, uh, they were paying like three hundred and fifty euro a month each, like, and mm-hmm. uh, essentially like it was just like it was there was no you know it was no it was very little enforcement by the council, mm-hmm. the authorities, and mm-hmm. uh, landlords are just deliberately exploiting people to, to yeah. move into these places and, and charging them uh, sky high rents and not, not registered around with the RTB so that they're basically floating yeah. whatever laws there to try and keep exploiting people I mean there isn't there isn't actually any laws about overcrowding as far as I'm aware in, in Ireland at the moment so there's actually very little recourse there isn't there yeah well there's not the, the only the only way they work around overcrowding is they try and become um, they try and declare it as a hostel and stuff and all this yeah. type of Mm-hmm. stuff which is actually and they don't like a lot don't a lot just go, turn around and just like, basically throw people into houses and they don't literally mm-hmm. care you know in terms of enforcement they just do whatever yeah. the hell they want to do like, and then we've, we've contacted uh, the fire brigade about you yeah. know certain issues and stuff we've contacted the city council about it mm-hmm. and uh, it's been they've been very very slow to sort of respond mm-hmm. the city I, guess, council. I guess part of the, the problem there when you're doing that when you're Contacting the council then is that all those people, all twenty five of those people, could end up homeless then if the council declares it's it, a fire hazard or something. So you're kind well, of exactly you're left. You're, exactly you're left. With, you're left with a, you know it, 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 it's serious dilemma. Like you know people need a roof over their head, but the, the problem is is that the roof they're, they're living in isn't 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 suitable for anybody to live in. Like you know mm-hmm. and the way it is, they're just being basically. Uh, as I said, I suppose I'll harp on about it. Maybe in a way, the fact that they're they're being so exploited and people, uh, especially in rat mines, an area in rat mines where there's there's an awful lot of um, you know wealth in rat mines, and there's an awful yeah. lot of uh, and then at the same time you have a lot of vacant properties in rat mines. So mm-hmm. like you know there isn't the housing crisis is affecting people who are really who are who are sort of in terms of uh, you know working in, in lower paid jobs, struggling mm-hmm. to get by, and people who have just arrived in the country for you know various reasons, whether it be true you know, um, humanitarian reasons or reasons mm-hmm. because you just want to get a better existence. Like, yeah. and everybody deserves that, like, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, going back to what you were saying, like, the, a lot of the, one of the biggest, the growing things there is the anti-eviction, the eviction stuff. Yeah. A lot of ev- illegal evictions going on. Like, how, what does Dublin Renters Union do there? Like, how can they, is there anything you can do to yeah. try and prevent these evictions? Or Yeah, what we do is actually, it's, it's great what we sort of are, we try and organise, we try and, try and organise people to, um, you know, neighbours and community. The idea behind this is actually to try and get neighbours and communities to come together and people mm-hmm. to actually watch out for their neighbours and help each other and support them. So if they know that, for instance, the landlord's going to come over and try and throw people out in the street, uh, it's actually 2000, when you think about it, it's 2018 we're talking about, it's not the 1840s or 1850s in Ireland. Like, yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's horrific. Like, and the fact that if, if their neighbours and friends know it, they tend to, they would tend to uh, back off because essentially true community power and people coming mm. together, essentially it, mm. it, it would, it would push back landlords uh, mm. and we can, we can, we can sort of 
gain our strength from that. Like, so it's important that we, we do it as well, but the important thing is empowering people in, in their own areas. That we, hopefully, our idea behind is that we're, if we, as we grow, like we're trying to get people to get more empowered in their own areas and become sort of advocates for maybe the renters' union or you know, renters' groups. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like you're, you're talking about kind of setting up community watch kind of groups, but uh, in a way to protect locals or neighbours from their landlords and from from like these kind of evictions and these kind of landlords yeah. acting unity. But yeah, but yeah, precisely. But I think the bigger element is to, to draw them across the bigger issues, which has which has created this. Like you know, mm-hmm. the biggest bigger issue has been the obviously the political uh, mm-hmm. uh, the political issue. Like you know, where mm-hmm. the reliance on the private sector to, to house people and they've mm-hmm. pushed people into like, the government, for instance, is, uh, in terms of public housing. They don't build public housing anymore. Mm-hmm. In 2015, they built 75 public houses, mm-hmm. and they're driving people into the private rented sector. Again, which is playing into the hands of the landlords and playing into the hands of, uh, especially in Ireland, I suppose another issue would be the real estate investment trusts, which have come in, bought up a lot of property in Ireland and are actually, um, you know, driving the rents up. Like, uh, and again, they're just, it's, they're in it for just pure speculation and pure profiteering. And uh, unfortunately, the human cost is what we're seeing, at, at, you know, at a, at a very apparent level. Like, and why would you say the government is allowing this to continue? Uh, it's, 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 again, it's their ideology. The ideology they would pursue would be like a neoliberal sort of ideology, which is essentially trying to sell off, um, you know, public land to private developers. Everything is about the market, even, you know, essentially even housing, commodifying it, making it, you know, a viable product to sell and package and make money out of where people's needs are neglected. Like essentially, even the rebuilding Ireland plan, I'll give you an example like that, that, that on work or Simon Coveney was Minister for Housing at the time he brought it out and then subsequently Owen Murphy is reliant on um, social housing to be provided through the HAP scheme, Housing Assistant Payment, which is brought in by the FEMA uh, Gale Labour Government in 2011, which essentially means that everything is left to the private market. So again, the private landlord mm-hmm. is gaining public money to provide a public, essentially a public house for somebody. But well, can no you explain the HAP scheme just for us there? What, yeah, what well, that, 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 the HAP scheme would sort of replace the old rent allowance scheme. So rent, people who are like, you know, maybe on welfare payments or didn't have, you know, high enough earnings would be getting substance, you know, mm-hmm. substance towards their, their rent, to pay their, obviously, their, their rent. Um, and this replaced the, the sort of uh, the, the rent allowance scheme. Yeah. Uh, as soon as it was it was it was introduced, uh, there was loads of voices that, that that were angry because of it. They knew it would lead to this situation where, like a lot of people who are being put it, it are put into the private rental sector who should be in the who should be offered public housing mm. and you know afford, affordable housing. Like, and that, that's that's the, 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 the crux of it. Like, and you know, it the problem is. It's the government just subsidising private landlords to charge whatever they want, really, isn't it? Essentially, but what that does, it, obviously, the fact that they don't build the public houses drives up rents because, and the fact that they've they've done it through, um, obviously, NAM as well as was a massive uh, cause of it as well. The fact that he sold off swathes of uh, public land again or public mm. public property again to, to vulture funds again, making ser- making serious cash off it, and these international investors just like pursue uh, profit, like just mm. pursue like eight, 10% increases per year. And as we saw with the rent increases in Ireland, in 2016, the rent pressure zones were brought in, um, yeah. in especially in the urban areas like Dublin. Mm-hmm. And 
subsequent to that, rents are still increasing and mm-hmm. year on year. The rent pressure zones is basically just where in Dublin you can't the rents can't go up by more than four percent every year. Is that what is that what you're talking about there? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, well, that that was what the the idea behind it is. But again, what's what's happening is in in in, in, in on the ground is, is essentially you know rents are still going up over as I said over ten eleven percent in Dublin. So the uh, landlords are just ignoring it completely and kind of well, a lot of landlords are ignoring it. And what's hap- what what that shows you really is that so many evictions are happening that are yeah. really un- unaccounted for. So there's yeah. no way of, of targeting how many evictions are carrying out. Like yeah. We're just, you know, you know, we can do locally, but there's a hell of a lot more happening throughout yeah. Ireland, I'm sure, uh, yeah. which, which are going, you know, on, uh, unaccounted for. Like. I mean, you, you, there was actually an eviction there in Ratmines recently enough um, on, in Grove Park, if I'm not mistaken, uh, during, the, during that really bad weather there uh, a week or so ago, the Beast from the East. Yeah. Um, did you run through what happened there actually yeah that, that, I know that Dublin Renters Union were involved in that well that, that's that's it like it was actually March the 2nd and it was it was a day when there, I think there was a red national war red national warning that day so the weather was probably horrific there was like essentially there was no public transport going there was uh, there was um, you know everything was shut down for the day and basically people were told to stay indoors but again, I got a I got a call of uh, a gent, a, friend, a friend I know, like through the renters union. Obviously, he lives in Grove Park, and he contacted me about the, the, the landlord was coming down and trying to evict two ladies in a, in, a, in, a, in a flat in Grove Park. And mm-hmm. I, we were, I was like, because I only live about twenty minutes away, mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, what? This this is this is nuts. What's what's happening? Whatever. Like, so we arrived down, and uh, at that stage, the landlord was trying to get the, the renters out on the uh, the street. But lucky enough. A few of the local community, whatever, came out and yeah. um, supported support them and actually prevented them. But he tried to go in with it with one of his work, um, one of his workers, and uh, his forced his way into the property and uh, start yelling the views and the, the the people that were there. And, and this was this, this was in the middle of the yeah during the snowstorm. Yeah, this was in the middle of the snowstorm. So like, was he, yeah. he didn't offer he didn't offer any alternative accommodation or anything? No. To the, no, no, whatsoever. Well, the, the people who were living there were, were living there for about eight months, like and mm. essentially, but they did pay the rent up to date. So there was no issue with the rent. They were issued with a legal termination notice about 25, 26 days before. Yeah. And they brought, they, they, they came to us when they brought a case. We were bringing the case to the RTB about the, the, the legal termination. Yeah. And uh, he still came in and uh, targeted them specifically. So he, he knew about the RTB case and he knew... Oh, he did, yeah. He was aware the, of the RTB case, yeah. So he was going to just act anyway, even though theoretically well, exactly. uh, in an RTB case, they should have been kind of protected there, shouldn't well, they? Well, precisely, exactly. You think there's a, a bit of protection when you think you've, you've, uh, you've sort of the, the authority sort of protecting you. Precisely, like you, you think you're, you're, you're okay. But again, he just comes in, came in and tried to flout whatever law was there yeah. trying to force him out in the street and it was like it was like, when you, you think about it you can't even doesn't even bear thinking about the inhumanity yeah. of trying to do something like that and the lunacy yeah. of doing something that yeah. on, on such a day in particular yeah. and what would have um, happened if he'd succeeded would, would they have I hasten to think. I hasten to think because, like you know, uh, I think the, the, this, you know, I don't know. Like that that particular day, there was a lot of. Uh, there was no was, public uh, transport. There was no shops open. Nothing was precisely. There was yeah. there was absolutely nothing going. You'd be left like you know. It's it's tantamount. I know somebody mentioned, and I was I was ta- somebody mentioned to me in, in Cork about a week ago. I was talking to a lady in Cork, like, and she was saying it's tantamount to manslaughter yeah. uh, to put people out in the street. Like yeah. so, you think about it. It's just like this. This stuff shouldn't be like. Uh, normalized, and the problem is, like, there's some other people who thought in in the area, in the area, got information that apparently the, the people didn't pay their rent, and all this like misinformation was spread yeah. uh, through yeah. the landlord sort of network in that area, through various landlords talking to tenants. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, they don't know, they didn't know the, the, the actual facts of it. Mm-hmm. But regardless yeah. of the facts, to throw yeah. people out in the street, like, 
Yeah. It shows you the, the, the contempt that right that a lot of landlords yeah. show for 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 renters. Like it's, it's, and he and he didn't give them a valid notice of termination, so he'd only given them how many how many days had he given them then to to he get? Given them a, if he, gave, he had given them a legal uh, termination notice in advance. Basically, he sent them like they were as I said they were living there for seven months. So you have to like you have, under the legislation you have to specify reasons for people to leave if they're living there over six you know over 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 six months like so stuff like substantial renovations or mm. you know relative moving in they use all these sort of spurious mm. for the most part excuses to get people out, out. but he tried to uh, he sent uh, you know a termination letter to say he was renovating the property uh, he didn't specify what he was going to do uh, mm. the, the, the and he didn't give them enough days, is that oh, right? No, he didn't give them enough days either. Yeah, yeah exactly. So so the minimum, the bare, the bare minimum, would be twenty-eight. If I'm not, if I'm not wrong, there. The bare minimum was twenty-eight for under six months. But again, he gave, he didn't give them enough days, considering they were living there for over seven months. So yeah. um, they would have been entitled to probably you know a little bit longer, obviously, than yeah. twenty-eight as well. Like, but again, he would have specified what exactly works he was going to carry out. Like, so he didn't do that either. So. Sure. And you mentioned the RTB there. So the RTB obviously is the is the course basically you can take a landlord to if he's abusing his um, obligations. Yeah and his rights there to defend your rights as a tenant but I mean I've been hearing some mixed reports on the RTB now recently like that it seems to it doesn't seem to be yeah, well, seems to are, with impunity no. this landlord here for example he knew there was an RTB case against him and he, he seemed happy enough to ignore it and uh, try to evict these people out into the street he didn't seem worried about the RTB what would you say precisely, about that? Yeah, precisely I think the, well, the RTB for me um, you know are are, are, are basically you know a quango that was set up by previous government again like and a lot of people that are involved in it mm-hmm. are actually ex uh, or some landlords themselves are on the mm-hmm. you know on tribunal there's people who actually work with you know big property companies who are on yeah. the tribunal of it as well but there are, there is legislation protections within that and there are people there are good people out there um you know activists and people that are doing it on a voluntary basis that actually mm-hmm. help and support people through the rtb so it is a channel you can actually renters can yeah. take themselves yeah. uh, through as well but at the same time i think the more more important in it more the more important fact about it is the fact that it doesn't, you know, it doesn't enforce anything on landlords yeah. or force, you know, it just sort of issues guidelines on people. Yeah. So um, you really need serious, serious penalties for landlords for, for carrying yeah. out these acts. Like, you know, it's, yeah, because it's just, at the moment it seems that the landlord is issued with a fine from the RTB and it's only going yeah. to be a couple hundred euro. And, you know, they, they actually can pay that at their discretion, really. There's no actual enforcement to make them pay it as far as I'm, as far as I'm. <laughs> Exactly, and it's sort of incumbent on the tenant to sort of take uh, <laughs> take a further to try and get payment out of the landlord. And so many tenants are vulnerable, and they feel isolated because of obviously they're paying high rents that they feel like, well, we can't do this. Like, yeah. And what would you like to see then instead? How would you like to see it being enforced? Well, I, well, I, well, well generally, I like to see I like to see really truly like an independent rental board, really truly independent with with the proper tenants representatives on that rental mm-hmm. board, like who are who are people that actually uh, could help and advocate with them. But I really want to see what essentially I want to see apart from essentially an independent board is in in the short term, like it's having uh, opportunities, like obviously offering renters real security tenure for people renting, like mm-hmm. to see affordable rents for people linked to. Yeah. People's uh, means, not essentially big to the market. But I suppose, like when you were saying this there about the government is all, yeah. whatever percentage of the of the government there is our landlords and. Yeah. I mean, as you said, a lot of the people you're dealing with there in Rathmines, a lot of the people in the worst of the situation, in the most kind of precarious jobs, and in the in the yeah. the worst of the slum kind of slum accommodation, a lot of them would be migrants, and they wouldn't have a vote. So, like, is there any yeah. any hope of a change in if these people? You know, they're not well, I, think, I think there is. I think. I think. I don't think. I think. Essentially, you look at political um, change and political will. Like as you rightly said, like forty percent of landlords in in, in Dal Air and are, are TDs. Like a lot of like, uh, in the constituency we're in Dublin Bay South, 
uh, the housing minister is 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 based as well. Mm-hmm. But I think I think realistically, and, he, and he's a landlord. Is that is that what you're saying? Well, yeah. he's, he's not a landlord. I don't, I don't think he's listed as a landlord. Not yeah. that I know of anyway. But yeah. Simon Covey, the previous housing minister, was a landlord. So I'm yeah. surely there's surely a conflict of interest for those yeah, political parties yeah. to, to, to stand up. Like so, essentially, they they are essentially landlord parties. Like mm. in, in, in our eyes, they'll always support landlords mm. regardless. In that, in that context, what's the what's the hope there for? Um, for like a migrant, for example, who doesn't have a vote at all, so they're they're the politicians don't really care about these people, do you know? Well, I don't I don't necessarily agree with that. I think there are certain elements that do care. Like this, there, yeah. there was bills brought brought through by political parties, people before profit and solidarity brought through bills on anti eviction, they brought through mm. bills on uh, real rent controls, which would have brought rents back to two thousand level levels would have, yeah. would have made things affordable, but again they were voted down. But I think the realistic thing is you can drive for political change, but I think a lot of change comes from people struggling on the ground and, and mm. coming together as an organising as a community, and then they can put pressure on, you know, whether it be locally through, um, you know, targeting, you know, for instance, landlords preventing evictions. It just grows confidence for people, and people mm-hmm. realise that, like, regardless of this, you know, uh, it, it obviously it's important, obviously, for people to, to to vote and hopefully see a change. But I think the important thing is to is to, is to inspire people's confidence and get beyond the whole sort of. Um, thinking that, you know, Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael are going to change things for a lot of people. I think what changes people, they, they would come under serious pressure if you get people on the street, like, and if people mobilise for um, large events and we get a big social movement going on housing, I think that's really important, that people should come together. And actually, speaking of which, actually, there's a National Homeless and Housing Coalition. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that next. Yeah. I think uh, I understand Dublin Renters Union is a part of the National Housing and Homeless Coalition. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're part of it. Like, that's, that's a group of uh, people probably about 40 to 50 groups at the moment but the groups like uh, there's a lot of um, you know community groups on board like the great activist groups like Dublin Central Housing Action there's North Dublin Bay uh, Housing uh, there's NGOs on board with it, like Peter McFerry Simon Community uh, Focus Ireland uh, Brother Kevin political parties for profit Sinn Féin uh, there's uh, Trade, uh, trade unions behind it like SIP 2 Forza as well so again but, and but, Labour too by all accounts well yeah well unfortunately like it's it's the it's well we're marching on behalf of well it's actually I think it's Labour campaigns but the main issue we're marching on is, is, is basically the issue because I think the realistic thing it's a good opportunity for people actually to come forward and drive forward mm-hmm. you know uh, change on the ground and force the politicians to act like because I think if you don't get a big social movement on housing yeah. I, I really you know it, you really need a big social movement to start putting serious pressure on, on the government to change change tack and change policy and start directing more funds towards public housing like, there is a lot of money in the country so how, how is the, how, what's the plan with the National Housing and Homeless Coalition uh, or is well, it the, it was, the National it was, Housing and Homeless Coalition is that the word or campaign uh, coalition, yeah. Coalition, well, the, yeah. The main, yeah. Well, the main, the main emphasis of it is actually is to get the, you know, is 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 to get the right to housing in the constitution mm-hmm. as well, which is critical that people actually have a right to housing. Yeah. Like, countries like um, Finland, for instance, have uh, a housing first policy, so nobody falls through the net into homelessness. What happens is people are actually, you know, they they, they have they have a roof over their head and a guarantee that people, everybody deserves a guarantee to have a roof over their head and an affordable roof over their head. But what's critical about it is to get the local authorities back to build public housing. Yeah. And then on, from the renter's point of view, in, in practical terms, the critical things are to end evictions. Um, you know, we're looking for real security of tenure for renters instead of what yeah. happens now. There's no security of tenure for people renting. Yeah. As, we, as we know, what's happening with all the evictions everywhere. So you really, you really need people to be safe in their homes. Yeah. And then something that's, a, that, that, that's affordable, linked to their incomes, not something yeah. that, like, 
there was an Irish Times report last year that came out that people are paying over 55% of their income. And I know experience, I've experienced the people paying 90%, 95% yeah. of their income uh, on, on rents. Like, and like the average what rent. What you're saying is that a person's, a person's salary should, should dictate the rent they're paying? Without, without yeah. That's, that's, without, without, like the only way you're going to, like it, it should be means based, based on what your earnings are. For instance, you should be able to live, you know, pay probably 25, whatever, you know, max pays 30% of your income. And mm-hmm. that's it. Because you have to live like, you know, yeah. and you, you know, it has to be affordable for people. And the mm-hmm. problem is areas like Grant Mines are getting uh, gentrified, which is essentially a form of clan- uh, social cleansing. People can't afford to live there and mm-hmm. they're being edged further and further afield and away from areas, away from their communities, away from areas they like. Because Rat Mines is a really great... Yeah. When you say uh, it's getting gentrified, it's interesting though because there's also a parallel process taking place where a lot of, the, where a lot of areas that are, are being simultaneously gentrified but also being turned into slums on another level where you're seeing well, that, like, that, houses getting more and more expensive but also... Precisely, getting shoddier and and uh, yeah. the quality of the accommodation, the number of people living in the accommodation, you know, yeah. uh, the number of people in, in living in accommodation increasing. Yeah, well, I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. That, that that's probably like not to be get too sort of, uh, you know, uh, fatalistic about it. But that, I think that's the way society, cities are going to cities are going to evolve unless people, you know, tenants organise and people rent and organise and, and, yeah. and start fighting back and try and force the, the, the force the real political change through a social movement. There will be areas of massive so, wealth which we have already. Besides slums, like ex- yeah. exactly. So it's sort of. Mm. Uh, so when you, when you say like when people should get involved, so for example, how would you how would you go about getting involved in the national housing and and homeless and and homelessness co- coalition? Well, with the coalition, we're gonna we're gonna have a national demonstration. Well, locally, what we're we're, we're planning on doing actually, you can forgive for Rat Mines. We're gonna have a national. Uh, we're gonna have a local march from Rat Mines. We're gonna meet at Spar on Grove Road for people if if they're renting or if they're around Rat Mines or that general area. Love to have them to, to come down and get involved because we're gonna have a be- march. So go into the Garden Remembrance. And they're going to have a national. And, that's, and what day is that? Sorry, that's on Saturday, April the seventh. Okay, so that's the same day that the big march is planned. Uh, that's the same day. Yeah, different groups well, we, are march through town. Well, well, what we want to do is actually we want to make a sort of show of strength in, uh, especially in Rat Mines, especially particularly what happened uh, over the past number of weeks in terms of illegal eviction. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of support in the area, from the community, like a lot of people in the area who aren't necessarily renting as well have contacted us and actually are. Are, are fully supportive of what we're doing, like as well. So, yeah. and by, of, by all accounts, it sounds like it was no. the it was the locals themselves who actually stopped that eviction there that day. So, if neighbours hadn't gotten yeah. involved, I mean, well, precisely, precisely, Tom. Like that's what it's all about. It's about empowering neighbours and neighbours and friends and, and letting them know what your situation is, rather than uh, letting anything sort of arise and just like you know, landlords do whatever the hell they want it. Because this this landlord in particular has had practice we've, we've heard through various tenants we talked to subsequently and even previously we've heard as, as stories about this this particular landlord where he has practice of actually targeting foreign nationals mm-hmm. men and just puts throws them out in the street and sends them threat you know threatening and abusive harasses mm-hmm. them on a on a constant basis exactly but, but it, this isn't the first it, time he's attempted to evict people illegally is that, is that no 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 it's not no it's not yeah. it, he has had a uh, sort of practice of doing this a number of times but is it, yeah. it, it, it he has at the moment he has i think he has about three properties he owns on the grove park area like you know yeah. and that's the um the emphasis Other is actually have been kicked down the street by himself as well, well he, ha- he has yeah but I've, I've i've been aware of one other a uh, person about a year and a half ago that contacted me as well that he was um, he was um, you know sent all these abusive uh, text messages and stuff mm-hmm. and get out and again his rent was paid up to date he had paid extortionate rent as well mm-hmm. and uh, again he was on um, social welfare payment mm-hmm. the landlord as well he, he, the landlord wouldn't accept um, the rent supplement and the half payment off uh, the landlord so he was paying about 70 to 80% of the social welfare and why do you reckon the landlord wouldn't accept the half? 
it's registration. A lot of them, are, he wasn't, it wasn't, he, doesn't, he, he wants to keep getting before. paid yeah, in exactly. cash, isn't Yeah, a lot would be cash. Like a lot, a lot of payments for landlords as well are cash. Like, so again, like there's no, uh, a lot, they aren't probably obviously aren't paying their taxes as well. And they're making extortionate rents and aren't, and aren't declaring it. Plus the fact they're not registered with the RTB. And then the fact is like, there's so many, like in Grove Park, for instance, there could be like nine flats in the house. So, you know, every time you turn over a, te- a tenancy in terms of that, you're supposed to register for a new tenancy but, yeah. or a new tenant, but you don't. And generally, do, you know, exactly what happens is, it's just somebody goes in, they're willing to pay, you know, an X amount because they're desperate for accommodation. Yeah. Uh, and more and more people are moving into smaller apartments because yeah. of obviously the unaffordable rent. So like this is, it's just, it, you're right in, in terms of the analogy you're using, the fact that the, uh, the slumlands, are, and they're, they're just... It's 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 a it's a dire state, and for people to be in those circumstances, like the minimum you expect anybody deserves is, is, is a roof over their head, a place to come home to, and, and they close the door and just relax and not worry about stuff. Like this is stuff that you shouldn't have to be, you know, stressed about. Like there's nothing about where you'll be next yeah, exactly. week. Exactly, there's enough struggles in people's lives trying to keep it, you know, trying to keep your job going or whatever else. And then the difficulty is if their job is lost or if they can't afford to live there. And their job goes if the families their 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 children could be sent to local schools and then they're forced to like you know it's just it, it's it, it's a it's a massive social it's a probably the biggest social crisis of Ireland in, in modern day. Yeah, and I mean, there's the the campaign and there's they're going to be that the march a big march on April the seventh, yeah. which obviously you'd be encouraging people to come down to. But um, what what's going to happen after the march? What what's the plan? Is the campaign going to continue, or is there going to yeah, be? I think it's going to get bigger. Hopefully, the idea behind it is initially if they, if they get if they get it started with, in terms of a social movement. But I think the I think the, the idea behind the campaign I think is really to bring the coalition itself is to bring like uh, people closer together in various areas around Ireland. Like so, bring bring like community groups and get them to be supported by unions and get them to be supported by political parties and get everybody sort of working together. People who actually have a, a common goal towards the same, you know, this, this, with, with, with the same interest to see stuff like public housing being built, people living in affordable accommodation, people not being at a risk of eviction. These are aims we can build post, obviously post April 7th in, mm-hmm. in areas around Ireland. Like, and this, mm-hmm. this coalition... So there'll be more events then going on after that? Oh, without, 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 yeah. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be it's going to be ratcheted up because this mm-hmm. is a crisis. It's not going to disappear. Like, you, know, you know, people might think whatever, feet in the street is important. And mm-hmm. it, it, is a, it is a start. The most important thing is to start is to put, is to, is to put a show of strength up to, up to the government to say, well, you know, people aren't putting up with this anymore. And it's, a, it's, a, it's a increased the confidence amongst people to keep... Pursuing this agenda, but what we could do is locally, like that's you know great at the national level. But the local stuff we do is, is which is which is vital, vitally important because that's the stuff you do when you take away from the march and you go back into your areas and you start building with your communities and building with your neighbours and, and like helping them on a practical level in terms mm-hmm. of stopping evictions and, and getting people to feel supportive. Like so, I think the community building is 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 the most. Most, you know, it's, it's the most important part of the whole. So, um, I mean, you're saying that like what we need here and what's hopefully going to come out of this uh, this campaign would be kind of a, new, a big social movement based around housing because it's the biggest. Yeah, we're, saying we're, we're, in we're our time. But, but in a way, people people have been saying this for a while. The housing needs a social movement, you know. And we've yeah. been saying like, you know, why can't we have something like we did with water? Why can't we have something like repeal, which kind of captured the public imagination? Yeah. We had like big marches going on all over the country. We've got organising going on in every community. In a way, well, why is this not happening with housing? To the same I think, level? I 
Yeah, well, I think I think with housing, I think the thing is it's difficulty. Like, I suppose when you have one issue like water, it's sort of just one issue. It's, it's like single issue thing. Single issue, exactly. Like, mm. especially like that's you can you can sort of mobilize people. People can say, well, yeah, we can, we can come out and fight on this. I think it was sort of the tipping point where people. Uh, it was like the tipping point of austerity where the government actually. Uh, Realised that people weren't taking anymore. Mm. You had enough, like. And people, I guess in a way, also everybody was people the same can win at the same time. Yeah, but what that shows you, people can win. That shows you with people, with people getting the street and coming together, people can can force uh, force the government back into action, of, mm. into 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 supporting their supporting people's actions as a whole. Like, so I guess the question yeah. is though, you know, with housing. Yeah, with with the with the water, like everyone got the bill at the same time. They everyone was getting the same increase, more or less, yeah. at the same time. So suddenly, everyone was hit with this at the exact same time. Whereas housing has happened to people in a kind of an individualized way. It's happening to you in your home, in your household. Yeah, well, um, I agree. I agree. There, there and are different people are getting different rent increases at different times. So in a way, it's exa- much more exactly. So it's, yeah. Well, how do we yeah, translate it, it then? Like, how do we make, make that kind of a movement out of something that's a struggle? I, 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 th- I think the way to do it is that, like, it is, you're right, it is, it, is, there, it is more individual struggle in terms of people could be in mortgage distress, there's other people that are in, uh, you know, obviously in, in emergency accommodations, people in family hubs, there's people paying higher rents, there's, mm-hmm. there's, there's, there's a whole myriad of different elements to it. There's obviously the, the street sleepers, and there's obviously that, that mm-hmm. everything that comes into the, 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 whole, uh, the whole mix of it. Like, but I think the biggest, the, biggest, the biggest way of pulling people together is realise that, I think if you get back the simple message that everybody deserves a roof over their head at an affordable, affordable um, level. Like, and I think the important thing is to realise that, like, people, they aren't. Nobody is better than somebody else because somebody seems they have a house, or, and somebody thinks that I'm renting. They look like they feel like they might be, a, you know, lesser of a person. And that's why Ireland would. Ireland is a very sort of conservative nature by, yeah. by, by proxy, and people that think like you know it's all. You know the media throws at you all the time about you know trying to own your own home, and they have like the papers are vested in it in terms of their property supplements, and it's all about like trying to get your foot in the property ladder and move up the ladder. Like, and it becomes like you know people that are renting are less deserving or less hardworking or something because they're renting are less of a you know. And this is it sort of you know yeah. in the progresses and what makes people more you know sort of uh, puts them into sort of individual struggles. But I think that the, the critical thing is that more and more people, as I mentioned earlier, with, with the REITs coming in, more and more people are going to be renting. And the, the renters in Ireland, for instance, that's why we set up, obviously, the, rent, the renters' union, because, again, it's about the collective strength and building, you, building you know, renters to come together to fight for, you know, uh, as I said, to end evictions, to fight for, um, you know, prop, proper rights. Like, and that's how we're going to, we'll achieve them if we get enough people on board to, to fight for things. But I think locally, people can see you, you know, you win your battles against landlords like, for, like we did a couple of weeks ago with the the, the, the instance, the horrific instance on Grove Park. But yeah, as I said, you, you won, you defeat that landlord, he he didn't succeed in putting those people out on the street. So you were successful yeah. there, you know? Well, precisely. I think that's that could be translated on a wider level to people. Yeah. I think if people can realise that, like, you know, whether you know whether I'm in a mortgage distress and the vulture fund might be coming in and taking over my property or something else, you realise there is collective strength that people actually come together and realize it's all a common, we're all on the, we're all on the same boat. Like, mm. essentially, there's a, there's a small percentage in Ireland that actually makes a hell of a lot of money out of this property crisis yeah. and are quite happy to see it you know, continue uh, you know, over the next number of years unless everybody comes together. So whether you're paying your massive mortgages, mm-hmm. whether you're, paying, you're going to pay sky high rents, we're all, you know, everybody essentially... You know, well, it's at the same just level. Just to finish up then, maybe like how how would you go about telling what would you tell people who've got uh, their own rental difficulties or whatever? How would you 
how should you advise them to get involved if they want to get involved? Yeah, if anybody with any issue, uh, like, you know, don't, don't, first of all, don't feel isolated because there's loads of support out there. There's loads of great community groups and people that can that are willing to, to, to help you and support you or just have a, you know, a friendly chat, like, you know, and it's not like... Uh, just, just you can contact you can I love the people if they contact us through if they contact us through Facebook or you know mm. by, yeah, by fo- our phone numbers around it and stuff mm. as well like and then we do stuff if you wanted to get involved actually in, in, in that organising in that in the process yeah, well, that, get involved that, in Dublin Renters Union for example how would you go yeah, actually, well that, last night we actually had, a, had an organiser meeting in um, in Bat Mines last night we had about 20 people attended mostly from around the Grove Park area as well which are where they're looking to get involved and help out like so we love people to, to, to come and get involved because people have various talents if they're you know they can if they just want to hand out a leaflet or want to you know they've myriad of different talents or whatever you can do to help that's what we need we need the community to come on board and help out like but we have planned during the summer they've come out of meetings we had last night and stuff we have a few ideas planned for the summer like so we have a community uh, picnic organized for the summer we'll have a date confirmed for that like yeah. we have a lot of stuff um you know workshops organized as well yeah. so we're going to be informing uh, tenants rights and we're going to be sort of broaching that out to the bit wider sort of Ratmines area and then hopefully in tandem with other groups we'll do it on a bigger scale um you know throughout dublin as well to try and um, get more people, get more people obviously involved, more people knowledgeable what their rights are, and get people to to organise and actually can, they can come together. For instance, if and then the other side of it is the activism part that people, if they realise there's immediate risk of eviction, they can contact the number or contact people where we can get people down and support, and mm-hmm. they can actually drive obviously drive back the landlord, and we can yeah. we can sort of. So you get a big mobilisation of people to stop evictions, is what you're. Well, exactly. It's, it's vitally important, exactly, to get the neighbours and friends and community out, like as well, like you know. And that's, well, listen, that's listen better, we better stop it there. But uh, thanks for coming on the on the show. No, listen, I appreciate it, Tom. Thanks for yeah. your time, and uh, yeah. no, it's look, great work you're doing there. So. Ah, uh, no, no problem. It's a community. It's, it's it's that's the most inspiring part of it. When you see people coming together, that's the most yeah. important part. Like you know, right. at the end of the day, you know. Yeah. Thanks a million. No problem. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening to Current. Remember you can tweet us at at currentddr or email us at current at dublindigitalradio.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on the Dublin Digital Radio SoundCloud.